Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's up, champions? Welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, and I'm the CEO and founder of Success Champions. I've spent over 20 years in the sales game and in the last almost four years now running and scaling and growing my business. Hanging out with me, as always, is a knucklehead, jackass, and all-around good dude, Kevin Snow, who runs his own company, Time on Target, and is an absolutely phenomenal sales automation and guru guy. On this show, man, we talk about all things of growing and scaling your business, um, and we do it from the perspective of an introvert and an extrovert. So, Kevin, on this episode, what the heck are we talking about? So, today we're going to talk about why your network is crap. Love so, it, love it, love it. So uh, I know a ton of people who spend an exorbitant amount of time building their network. They're at mm-hmm. you know all the networking events. They're going out and meeting all these people. They're collecting business cards. And they have this huge network. Uh, but it actually doesn't produce anything. So yep. I really want to talk about why a huge network doesn't necessarily mean a great network. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I think everybody goes through that. I think as you start figuring out networking, as you start, you know, getting into sales and you're looking for ways to grow your business, I think initially everybody gets to that spot where they're like, I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going to go everywhere. I'm going to know everybody because you don't know any better. But at some point in your business, you need to grow the fuck up and realize that being the person that's everywhere, everybody knows you're broke. Everybody knows that you're not doing any business because you've got too much time on your hands to actually be everywhere. Um, uh, you never want to be known as the networker. You, you want to be known as the person to go to because you can introduce everybody to the right people. But, but to be known as a networker gets you into a lot of trouble because that just means you're broke because... 
you're networking with all the wrong people. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. I think you want to be known as a good networker, not as the networker or a networker. Uh, I, I think part of the problem also is that people don't understand that the real networking happens after that initial meeting. You know, just because you've gotten the business card or you've uh, shook hands at an event doesn't mean they're necessarily in your network or or that anything's going to come from it. You know, it's everything that happens after that is what actually causes your network to get stronger and to be successful. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And, you know, the, the, everybody know, well, should know that the, the business happens in the coffee meetings and virtual coffees, the get togethers, you know, um, all of that type of stuff. But, but, you know, a lot of people are so gun shy about doing the things they need to do even at those events to get to a coffee, virtual coffee, whatever else, because they're just out socializing and convincing themselves that they're actually doing some sort of business development. You know, they're, they're going to enough events to see the same people so they can feel okay about going to the events you know, it's a lot easier when you can look across the room and go, oh, hey, Kevin, good to see you again. And then you spend the next freaking two hours talking to that one person yep. when you're actively supposed to be out, you know, meeting and talking to other people. But that's your comfort zone, you know, as far as really getting to know people. Um, go ahead. I, I, that whole being visible thing is important, but it's not being I don't think it's necessary that you need to be visible to everyone. It's you need to be visible to your key networking partners. Yeah. And you need to have that, like we tell our members in the chapters, you know, if you aren't at your meeting, you know, they're going to forget about you. You have to stay top of mind with your network and keep working that network for it to become successful. Well, and I, I think it's you have to be selective as well as where you're networking, where you're going. I mean... If, if you're seeing the same 10, 15 people in every room you're going towards, then you're hanging out with broke-minded people, you know, because those same 15 people are broke. They're not growing their business, but they're showing up in all the rooms together. You mm -hmm. need to go find yourself in new rooms with people that are actively expanding their network. You know, the Chamber of Commerce, the Rotaries, you know, the BNIs, all those have their, their place in this world. But if you're going to literally find yourself in places where badasses understand they should be opening doors for each other, then you've got to go to Success Champions Networking. You've got to go sit on boards. You've got to go, you know, be a part of the community, work with nonprofits. I mean, you've got to get out of the box and quit doing just the traditional thing. And you've got to get very selective with who you put in that inner circle because most people's network sucks because it's filled full of a bunch of weak-minded people that, that don't know how to go sell. So they're only showing up at these events because that's their only way of getting new business. And if that's their only way of getting new business, they're broke. Because you can't generate enough business fast enough by relying 100% just on all the networking stuff. you got to get out of the box and think a little bit differently. Well, two points that just 
popped into my head. One is you got to have that good mix of organizations and networking events. Yep. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't be, oh, I'm in BNI, I'm in Success Champions Networking, and I'm good. That's the only networking I need. No, that's not. You need to be in multiple places, just like you said. The other point that popped into my head is that networking takes time. You know, yes. you meet that person and you're like, oh, I think they're going to be an awesome referral partner. I have a ton of business I can pass them. I know they can pass me business. Well, that's not going to happen overnight. You know, you have to invest in that relationship for it to grow. Yeah. It's, it's like dating. You did not get engaged to your wife the first night you met her. Oh, hell no. We hated each other. you know but but that i mean there's there's a lot to it i mean it comes down to that at the end of the day you have got to work networking just like you're running a business you know and nurture that network and you also got a clean house i mean because there's people that you don't need in your network and if they're not people of value which sometimes takes a little while for it to rear their head. But if they're not people of value, people that won't open doors, people that that um, are broke-minded and broke, um, then it's time to move on to something else and better people. Um, I'll keep going back to I visited one of my old networking groups that I hadn't been to in five or six years and I went in there just to say hi, see everybody was going. And I realized quickly that I had no business being in that room. Love all those people, but man, they're in the same spot they were five or six years ago, saying the same shit they said five or six years ago. And look, I mean, when you're looking at your network, you got to find people that are evolving, people that are that are leveling up. And, you know, that's not the people that are showing up absolutely everywhere. Um, And the people that, you know, are spending more time at the bar versus getting to know people. You know, I know me, dude, when I first got in the networking, you know, you walk in a room, you head straight to the bar, order cocktails, you get some liquid courage, and then you start, you know, talking to just enough people until you find the party people. And then once you find the party people, now it turns into an after hours and you're not getting home till 11 or 12 at night and no business happened. You know, um, I was definitely that guy. Well, you were the stereotypical salesperson networker, right? CEOs have breakfast. Yes. Managers have lunch and salespeople have drinks. So, you know, and that's how, how it tends to work. So, you know, all right. So we have about five minutes left in this episode. What? Let's talk about how you actually develop your network. So if we have listeners who've been going, who are sitting there saying, wow, all right, they're talking about me. I go to every event. I have this huge Rolodex of people that I'm not getting a, anything out of. How do they fix it? Um, first and foremost, trim the fat. You know, uh, and... And instead of being everybody to everybody, you know, um, for the surefire way to know that you're doing too much and not of the right things is when somebody looks at you and says, dude, I see you everywhere. Right. Um, 
so so that's a good indicator you're showing up in the wrong places. So what you absolutely have to start doing is going, okay, who is actively outside of the events and things I'm going to talking about different rooms and places that I haven't been to? And then start getting close to those people, buy them lunch, take them out to coffee and start getting invited into you know, the more private rooms that uh, a limited number of people will get into. Um, for me to know if a room is worth my time is if I walk in and there's multi-level marketing, direct marketing, pyramid companies, whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, that room's not worth my time 99% of the time because you're filled full of, of people that have not evolved enough to grow a legitimate business. And I know I'm going to catch hell for that one and be fine. <laughs> um, but you know, the, the idea is, it goes back to when I realized that my sales game had to go bigger than where I currently was, I had to go and find myself in rooms with people who could say yes. And I think when you evaluate a room, when you evaluate what you're doing, if you're in rooms where people can't say yes, you're going to find yourself in a lot of trouble. So find the rooms that where people can say yes. Find the people that can get you into those rooms and start running networking like an actual business and not as a an excuse to make me feel okay because I suck at sales. Yeah, yeah, would you I, yeah I, I completely agree. You got to start getting in the right room so you're filling your network with the right people. But then you got to take time to actually develop that relationship. And you need to have deeper conversations than the, you know, the, the standard, let's go grab coffee and chat that happens a lot of times with networking. You need to get to the point where you're actually discussing and strategizing on how you open doors for each other. Yeah, I mean, it's just you, simply like looking at somebody going, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll go have coffee. I'm totally down to do that, but let's do this before we do that. Why don't you jump on my LinkedIn? I'll jump on yours, and we'll go through and make a list of people we'd like to introduce each other to. If you're up for that, I'm totally into doing that coffee. If you're not, then let's have the conversation now that we'd have there. Yep. Yo. Yeah. So... I, I think also for me, I do it when I do the virtual coffees. And if you want to learn how to do a really great virtual coffee, you can listen to episode 16. I'm really focused on, on you know, the, the long-term uh, ability for each of us to keep referring. So it's not necessarily just, all right, so who can we refer each other today? But how do we, how do we promote each other? How do we get into each other's sales process? so that we're a natural conversation that we're having with our clients and how do we how do we do that because it's awesome if you know we can get together once a month and you and I sit down and say all right so here's who we're going to introduce each other to but if we can get to the point where we're talking about each other with our clients naturally that's that's now that becomes a long-term self-fulfilling you know partnership yeah absolutely you know and i was just thinking through you know of my old networking, how many people I still talk to, and it's a very small number. 
Um, and once again, nothing against people that I used to do all the networking with, but very few of them, you know, are hitting that second and third gear. And I get excited when, when some of these guys and gals that I've kept close to me reach out um, because it's fun to see what they're doing with their lives and they're evolving and they're buying companies and, you know, they're doing more and more stuff. And I, I think to get to that level of conversation with people to where you're proactively talking about clients and who you're going after, it's you have to get around the people that are as aggressively going after life as you are. And I think that's a huge indicator because if they legitimately have their own book of business, you know, there should be at some point where you guys have bonded so well, you're like, hey, you know, I know you're talking to XYZ company or looking at each other and going, dude, here's the three new clients I closed last week. Do you need to meet any of these? And I, I think a lot of it, it comes down to your own mental mindset that if you're not willing to introduce your best clients to the people you're networking with, it's the wrong people to network with because yep. you don't respect them, you don't trust them, you don't whatever. And I think that's a good way to evaluate what you're doing is to look around that room and go, could I introduce them to my number one client? And if you don't have a number one client, that's a whole nother episode for a, a, another day. But, but really, it comes down to you've got to level up your own game so that you can get yourself into the right rooms, the right conversations, the right people, and, and evolve into that. So to summarize kind of everything we walk through, you know, one, it comes down to you've got to be the badass. Right. First and foremost, you've got to get to that level where you're creating your own environment and not 100 percent reliant on networking as your only form of new business development. Second, you've got to evaluate the rooms you're in and really decide, is this room worth my time? Are there people here that I'd be willing to make introductions to to my clientele? Third, you've got to evaluate your inner circle of people. Are these people that are proactively growing their business, are they going as big as I am? So, you know, as they go after business, they'll make introductions for me and I'll make introductions for them. And I think if you really narrow it down to those three badass things, you're going to find yourself in some amazing spots and proactively be able to grow some badass business. So as always, guys, if you got any value out of this, do us a favor and subscribe to the show and teach somebody else how to subscribe or follow the show. It means absolutely everything to us. We'll catch you next time. See ya. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey 
that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.